Hi, this is Jim Martin, and welcome to the Compassionate Leadership Podcast. A Compassionate Leadership Podcast is for you, the rising leader, who wants to guide your team with a combination of smarts and heart. You who are technically capable and emotionally equipped to develop yourself and those around you with a positive leadership style. At the end of this episode, I'll tell you how you can learn more about compassionate leadership through my books, my blog, and on social media. Thanks for listening and enjoy this episode. Hi, this is Jim Martin, and you're listening to Compassionate Leadership, Tools for Modern Management. Define your company's culture. I dare you. Define your culture? We toss the word culture around when we talk about how our team or our company is performing, or where we've been, or where we're headed. What are we talking about? Like a twice-baked potato, the word culture can be fully loaded. There is so much implied about this word so much assumed about our shared understanding in its meaning. As my daughter likes to tell me, Dad, you know what you do when you assume. You make an assumption. If I ask you how hot your coffee is, you'll give me a different answer depending on the moment I ask the question. So it is with your culture. It lives on a continuum of change. I've worked for multiple organizations, and I spent 20 years with a single organization. Each had distinctive cultures. My last organization had a constantly evolving culture over the 20 years I spent there. The culture at the end of my tenure was far different from the culture when I started. That's not good or bad. It simply is. There are three things I want you to think about when you ponder the question, what is our culture? First, Your culture represents a snapshot of who you are as an entity at a moment in time. You can think of it as a selfie of your organization. You take the snapshot of your people, your processes, and your performance. You hold it up, take a step back, and gaze upon it. You consider all the values, core principles, virtues, and foibles that are embedded in that picture. You know that in addition to those things that are explicit about who you are as an organization, there are implicit elements as well. Elements that don't leap off the photo paper. Things like tribal knowledge about how people get things done. Beliefs about your organization's role in the world and your abilities or inabilities to influence that. Foregone conclusions about your growth prospects and acceptance of your self-perceived limitations to reach new heights. Take that selfie again tomorrow and some of these elements will have changed. Factors large and small from a big sales win or major production interruption to a planning conversation among employees, or a missed appointment, affect your culture. Like a ship that is influenced by subtle changes in the wake of the sea, every one of these factors goes into the culture creation stew. Recognizing that culture isn't a static state that is revised once per year by your management team is critical for you as a leader. Getting your team members, colleagues, and fellow leaders to internalize this concept determines whether you are in the culture driving seat or simply a passenger along for the ride. Encourage everyone around you to take and ponder the organizational selfie each day. Second, your culture is defined by small actions taken by individuals. It doesn't flow from a high-level declaration of principles. 
Organizations pour time and energy into authoring guiding principles designed to anchor behaviors to a desired culture. These principles are printed on glossy brochures and annual reports. They are trumpeted at sales conferences and team meetings. They may even show up in sales presentations. In most organizations, though, they remain largely aspirational. They serve as bullet point reminders of what we wish our culture to be. Often, though, they are not real-time indicators of what our culture actually is in that selfie. Each employee acts in response to the problems of the day. Like a player on the field, she doesn't always have the luxury of consulting the game plan in that moment. The best she can hope for is to reflect on her decision and action after the fact and compare it to the overall plan. Was it consistent with the plan? Was it contradictory? Did it align with the company's previously drafted aspirations and values? I've been around plenty of salespeople who spend time in their customer presentations touting the company's mission and values. This self-talk portion of their pitch takes away from important listening time. It offers the customer validation criteria so they can hold the salesperson to their stated principles. Are they walking the walk or simply talking the talk? My experience is that customers are rarely interested in your core principles unless they directly impact their own success. Every virtue you espouse must represent value creation for your customer. The next time you feel the need to take a customer through your company's guiding principles, make sure you accompany each with a factual example of how you and your team has put them to work in support of their tangible business success. If you can't do that, it's probably because you are not living up to your cultural aspirations. You better get to work on doing that first. Third, you and your team are in daily command of the culture you want to create. Culture doesn't just happen to an organization, unless you let it. Much of what happens in the course of selling is reactive. A competitor springs a new deal on your best customer. You experience a setback in fulfillment or product quality that adversely affects your customer. A cost fluctuation triggers a sudden price increase that you must deliver. Your primary customer contact is retiring, being promoted, or has been fired. Unforeseen developments cause you or your salesperson to react on your feet, quickly. You probably don't have time to consult your company's guiding principle slides to decide how to react to these situations. These events and your response to them define your culture daily. You can still be intentional about most of what you do to lead your team to success. Living your culture each day and coaching your people to do the same means you are striving for transparency in all of your interactions with customers and colleagues. Sales leaders tend to coach their salespeople by carefully laying out what they want to achieve with their customers. How much product can we sell? How much share can we gain? How can we accelerate orders and keep the competition at bay? But what about those scenarios that pull you off track? You should devote the same amount of energy to planning for contingencies as you do laying out your sales objectives. Talk with your team about how you'll handle those scenarios when they occur. Don't just wait for them to knock you off balance and then try to survive them. Then go a step further. Guide your salespeople to talk transparently with your customers about how your company will behave when these situations occur. Explain how your customer can expect you to communicate with them and support them in tough times. As leader, develop multiple levels of relationships with your customer so no single buyer holds disproportionate power over your business with them. Then turn to your organization. Educate your colleagues and functional leaders about your customers and your selling strategy. 
Agree on communication plans so you are not caught off guard by production interruptions or supply chain irregularities. Get as much advance notice as feasible for any factors that affect your customer relationships. Chances are that if you strive for transparency upstream and downstream from you and your team, you'll maintain consistency with your organization's intended cultural principles. Keep these three ideas in mind the next time you are talking about your culture at a cocktail party or in a boardroom or at the coffee shop. Avoid asking or answering the question, so, can you define your culture? Instead, make it a three-part question. What is your culture today? What observable individual actions are driving change into your culture and in what directions? What are you doing to coach your fellow employees on being intentional about taking daily actions that support and advance your company's culture. Define your culture by understanding what it was yesterday, what it is today, and what you choose for it to be tomorrow. In fact, answer this three-part question each day and walk yourself, your team, and your organization in the direction of the culture you want to create. There are no innocent bystanders when it comes to culture. Culture doesn't just happen. Culture is a choice. Your choice. Hi, this is Jim Martin, and thanks for listening to this episode of Compassionate Leadership. You can read this and other articles from my Compassionate Leadership blog on my website at jamesmichaelmartin.com. Compassionate Leadership is for rising leaders who want to guide their teams with a combination of smarts and heart. You who are technically capable and emotionally equipped to develop yourself and those around you with a positive leadership style. Compassionate Leadership is based on my award-winning book, The Modern Compassionate Leader, 12 Essential Characteristics of the Rising Sales Leader. The Modern Compassionate Leader was recognized as one of the best business books of 2019 by the Colorado Independent Publishers Association. Based on my 30 years of experience in industrial and consumer sales leadership, it's a practical guide for women and men seeking to take their leadership skills to the next level. Learn more about my book at moderncompassionateleader.com. You can purchase my book on Amazon, as well as other major online outlets, or order your copy through your favorite independent bookstore. Follow me on Twitter at JMM Leadership or on the Modern Compassionate Leader Facebook page. And check out my videos on my Compassionate Leadership channel on YouTube. Thanks again for listening to this episode. And please send me your feedback. I love hearing how these principles work for you in your career. And until next time, lead well, my friend.